Welcome to another edition of the glittery full complement bones of advertising today. I'm Craig McLeod. Love that to have you on board. Nice to see you all. Hi. Yeah. Lovely to be here. Lovely to be here. But people back in the office. Or is that just a photo behind you, Caro? Are you back in the office? I am today. Look at you. Galvant here around town. You're a bit of a nomad at the moment, aren't you? You're a bit homeless. I'm a a total nomad. Mm. Wow. Just go where the um, electricity is. Well, today I'd really like to take a look at something that just tickled my uh, my friend that um, he's kind of got a big grin on his face at the moment. I'd I'd like to have a look at an ad. So we just jump straight in and have a little look at this one. What do you think? Let's do this. Did he just? He did. Cool. Hilux, an unbreakable connection. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota. Okay, because you came up with it, my boy, I'm going to let you start with just a little bit of what do you think? I really like this. I don't know mm. if it goes back to unbreakable in a clear, logical kind of way, but I just love the idea that people don't buy stuff when they're asleep. I think you've got to entertain people, and I think this ad does exactly that. <laughs> I love That's the a good point. The it's hard to face. buy something while you're asleep. It's very hard. Like I, I just love the look on the girl's face when she comes out and goes, is that dad? <laughs> and it says, walks back in like it happens every night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just, I mean, I, I think the, I think the, they probably tried to do too much with the production dollars they had. I think the production values were a little bit, um, I'll let art directors discuss that, but they looked a little bit, you know, 2000 rather than 2000. But I love that. That was the bit I loved. It was kind of <laughs> shitty. You can imagine someone on the other side of the credenza pushing the drawers out. <laughs> you know, like all of those, the painting doing it in reverse. They made the painting fall and they switched it. Like I just, I loved all of those shitty bits as well. And then when he gets in the car and the, like the older one, oh, geez, for me, 
Toyota, you just nailed it. It was just yep. so good. It gave me the feels. And I think the way it connected back to the previous stuff as well was great. I, I think for me it was really good, you know, and he finally got his keys and out the door and in the car and then he puts his song on. And that song, I think, Cara, you were saying, it's just times. Yeah. Unbelievably perfect. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I had to watch it twice to realise he was actually looking for his keys in the first place. Yeah. But, you know, I'm nitpicking. I loved it. I thought it was just, I thought it was hilarious. Yay, JD loved it, Ed. (laughs) There you go. What do you think, ladies? Come on, someone's got to poo-poo it. I hated it. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. We agree, JD. I think Toyota does brilliant ads. They don't like they stick to a formula, but they don't like they they do a whole array of different things. But with the oh, what a feeling at the end, you know, it's instantly Toyota. They have like a massive creative freedom. I feel. Um, I think the production was actually. I think they've spent a lot, but they've deliberately made it a little bit kind of cliche in the, you know, horror movie scene of the ghost in the house and 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 that and that kind of plays into the whole oh, the whole sentiment of it. Like I think the romance. Well, it's just like it kind of it's the dad joke. And yeah. it is the dad. So it's kind of it, it it's clumsy, but it's clumsy on purpose, I think. Yeah. Um Looking at the the edits that they did, like we just watched the long one. There's the shorter one on TV. I think the shorter one actually works better than mm. the longer one. I think they kind of stretched it out for a little bit too long, and it kind of kept on going. And you don't you don't pick up immediately what's happening, which in a sense is a good thing. But then also the story was just as powerful in a shorter form. So I think the thirty second was the winner for me. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I loved the like the family's like this happens all the time. Like he's always here doing this shit. He's always here fucking with us. And then the song at the end, and then off he goes, and he's he's all old Toyota. I thought it was, I thought I it was really lovely. I thought it was so Australian as well. Like that's yeah. just quintessentially quintessentially um, Aussie. And yeah, I, I it made me smile as well. Like it's kind of. You know, if if you have any any grandfathers or relatives or something that are, are farmers, like it's just it's it was so on point mm. that it just brought back all these really lovely memories for me of my grandpa as well. Like I I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. That's all. Yeah, yep. ha- tip of the hat. Cooper, Cavalier. Um, I really liked it. I thought strategically. Um, they, it's interesting. They're selling a prop, like a certain line of car, the Hilux. It's not necessarily a brand ad. They're talking about a specific model. And typically in this industry, when they are trying to sell a certain model, it's, it's very price point driven. It's very, the car driving along nice windy roads with, you know, it's comfortable. It's, it's, it's selling all the features. Um, so I thought it was interesting that they did almost like a brand ad to sell a a specific product. Um, but off the back of that as well, like you said, Cara, I think the longer form, Although um, the start part really builds, like the slowness really builds the intrigue and the interest, I think for a younger audience and a younger demographic, it's probably like, you know, short attention span. They don't have, they're probably not even watching it to the point mm-hmm. where things come mm-hmm. out. 
Um, yeah, but holistically, I think it was a, a really interesting play by them and a really um, different approach to, to selling selling this particular vehicle. I also think as well, though, in terms of the def- demographics, it's probably um, selling to, it's more of a loyalty ad to me. I think yeah. like they're selling to people who have some sort of loyalty to Toyota, um, whether that be, you know, their parents have always driven one or it's um, a little bit of that nostalgia and that loyalty piece rather than um, a product sell piece or mm. uh, even just a broad awareness piece. I, I actually quite liked that approach for, from them. Mm, totally. And how ballsy to, like, they obviously know their product and they know the cult following that their product has, that they could go to market showing a Hilux that's probably from the 50s, but the point that that Hilux is still there and it's still running. Oh, like that, that really they're selling there as well yeah yeah like it's not it's not a new car with the bells and whistles it's this old Hilux that there's such a a connection and loving relationship to it's like your workhorse it's your your you know your right arm kind of thing I thought was a really interesting tact as well mm. a really interesting um piece in the um it was the age on Saturday they were talking about uh, I suddenly sounded like a really old man. I was reading in the age on Saturday, um, but talking about that um, they're expecting a massive pickup on uh, electric utes. They're yep. saying the electric ute is the, is just going to absolutely take off simply because it's like there's they've all got solar out in the bush now and they just charge it up. It's not going to cost them anything in diesel and, you know, like the, so the, I think there might actually be a little bit of that. It's like, remember this, remember you love it. Remember, you know, yeah, the bloody last forever. It's bulletproof. Like I think they're just reinforcing all of those things because mm. I think I can see a threat coming over the horizon. Yeah. 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 I think um, it won't be long before you find, uh, you know, in the market, if it's not already here, that there'll be a hybrid um, that's there and then that'll be followed by the fully powered. I know Ford's bringing out a full electric ute next year as well. So it's going to be interesting to see that market take off. But as you say, JD, I think, um, you know, the solar out in the bush is going to be a huge thing, but they're still the most sold cars. The four-wheel drive utes are still the most sold cars in Australia. And I think it's like Hilux number one, Ford Ranger number two, and and then you've got sort of some of the other variants there. Before you even get close to a passenger car, doesn't it doesn't even come close. So many more of them are sold than um, than your general passenger car. But yeah, interesting. I thought it was a a cricker, a cricker, a cracker, a cricker of a crikey cracker of an ad, an absolute ripper. And I've got one for us next week that I saw, and we're going to touch on this just briefly, but we'll talk about it next week. We've just got the latest "Where the Bloody Hell Are You" iteration. I don't know if anyone saw that, and we've gone animated. Oh, so we'll take a look at that next week. Oh, before we do any of that Ooh. kind of tomfoolery with an animated ad um, saying, well, where the bloody hell are you or where the hell are you? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to talk about my absolute favourite all-time podcast. I think this is probably the podcast that got me into podcasts forever. I listened to this and, and it's about a gentleman from the States um, called Adnan Syed and recently this guy that sat in jail for 23 years, has had charges dropped against him based on DNA evidence proving that it couldn't have been him that committed the crime. So anyone out there who's listened to the podcast, I thought we have to tip our hat at that thinking, my God, this 
podcast and even you know the teacher's pet that played here in Australia mm-hmm. with Headley Thomas and how they've um they've gone after Chris Dawson and the situation anyone that's listened to the podcast is just blown away that this has actually happened like that he's finally mm-hmm. free and not just out waiting another trial but the charges are dropped like, like the, the significance of that is just enormous they yeah. haven't declared mm-hmm. innocent though that's the interesting thing they've just said we don't have the case was wrong. We broke the law. We have to dismiss the chart. We have, but then are they not saying he's not guilty yet? Well, I, I think, you, that. I think he is. I don't think he's guilty. I think it all points to like, but it's interesting that the prosecutors have left left that little door open. I think part of that is also to save face. I think that the prosecutors and the police who have pursued this guy relentlessly and partly because of his beliefs, I believe, and partly because of, you know, he's part of a minority, but that's all for another conversation. And I guess the what the fuck for me on this one is the power of a podcast and really thinking Mm. about you know, this medium, I don't know how old it is. It might be six or seven years. I might even be older than that. But the way it's come to the fore in our space and I guess the impact that it's having on, you know, whether it's crime or on people also looking for advice or thoughts, you know, and I know there's one at the moment called the Tradie Podcast and there's a bunch of them about cars and car sales is looking at, you know, like all of that. Glittery Bones of Advertising, that's one of my favourites. Which one? The Glittery Bones of Advertising. Yes, right, the Glittery Bones of Advertising as (laughs) well. It's just the power of all of this stuff and I guess the impact that it's having. And, you know, I think for me even sometimes I think, oh, well, I pick up that latest book that I've bought to look at it or we'll actually just get a little cheeky 40-minute hit of uh, a podcast. So I don't know, just thought it'd be a really interesting what the fuck, first of all, that he's out, but also to get your guys, get you guys to provide your opinion on both the case but also podcasts and their power. Boom. Mm. I think it's the power of public opinion as well. And it's the, we all kind of, with social media and the internet and all of that kind of stuff, we're constantly able to a degree to find answers and search further than perhaps the news is narrating to us. So I think people really get invested in these these cases, particularly that we're talking about now. And they almost become advocates as well. So like someone that's not even associated with anyone that's involved in the case can start, you know, petitions over here and petitions over there and and websites and forums and stuff and really push perhaps the proceedings or looking back into a case. So I think it's fair to say perhaps without the podcast that maybe he wouldn't have got off or maybe there wouldn't have been such public interest in looking back into the case. Can I leap in there? Um, no, I've no, done you can't. Some, sorry, I've done because you're going to go against me. <laughs> I've done some digging. I'm not going to listen to you. No, no, no. Um, uh, the only reason the case was looked at again was because the law in Maryland, Maryland, whatever they yep. call, was changed that allowed. Yep. So they changed the law that said any anyone who was convicted of a crime. When they were less than twenty years old and has served more than two decades in jail, can have their case reopened. Yeah. So as soon as they passed that law, his lawyer went straight to the public prosecutor and said, "I reckon you should have a look at this one." And at the same time, the girl—I forget the girl who does the serial podcast. Chaundry. Um, what's her name? Um, she's an absolute gun. She is an absolute. Crackerjack. She's, yeah, a, she's a, incredible. a reporter, but she's um she's like 
she kind of gets that whole all of the legal aspect of it. Yeah. And she she got involved and then she started doing this podcast at the same time, like preparing for this podcast at the same time that happens. And it was like this is a walk-up start of a complete miscarriage of justice. And yeah. Saeed um, has not yet said what he's going to do uh, as a result of um, being freed. Yeah, and there's no, I think she also mentioned when she was speaking on his behalf that they've not made any decisions yet about seeking, you know, retribution or any any kind of, you know, value for the time that he actually spent behind bars. And, J.D., I think that's why you'll find the Director of Public Prosecution that over there, I'm not sure what they're called exactly, but I think you'll find that that's why the duel is just a little ajar because you, know, <laughs> you want to go us for a hundred million instead of you know what you might have earned so you know instead you'll get 1.6 million or whatever but again at the thought that he actually didn't do it and having listened to the podcast and I'm presuming you guys might have heard some of it as well but just extraordinary to think that 23 years of this young guy's life who had lots to give to everyone and that doesn't even discount the thought that Heyman Lee the young lady that was murdered like she's She's obviously gone, but no, no killer. Like the to still have mm. the killer at large. So the all of the energy focused in the wrong area yeah. for me. Just they have, two, they have yeah. two suspects. They're very they quote yeah. very interested in. Well, they believe the DNA actually proves someone did it. Although they don't say that in the article, but it, you know I think that's extraordinary. And I don't know if anyone remembers the characters from it, but there was always a bunch of sort of conversation mm. around a guy by the name of Jay, whether he was the yeah. guy or not. You know, it was just weird, some of the stuff that they uncovered and spoke about there. But, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I think we'll park that there because we need to go from a little bit of a low on, you know, dealing with that kind of shit, although it's a very big high that he's out, to yeah. harmonics. Doo, doo, doo. And guess who's got it this week? It's the lady who's got the best delts. I heard her warming up before we got on air today. So I'm looking forward to a little bit of what they call, or as Forrest Gump says, singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I'm up today and um, yes, I'm. You are. Yeah, I'm super embarrassed, but I am actually going to sing today. So bring it, I say. Now, JD, I'm hoping that the singing puts you off because I'm annoyed and you too, Cara, I'm sick of losing. I'm sick of being like the guy who only gets one. Pudding. I cannot carry a tune, so this is probably going to be very difficult. (laughs) You want to be smart to slip gabs of 50 just so I had all the answers. That's up for bravery. I think we give you a point. Yeah. Let's go. Give me a point to start. Give me a little head start. A little. Okay, Gabaloo, let's hear it. All right. So, in honor of our um, out of the week and the Spirit of the Sky soundtrack in that, yeah. I'm going to be singing songs. Okay. That are incredibly synonymous with really big TV ads that okay. we've all. Probably seen. Okay. Okay. So you're going to have to cast your mind Lean back. In. Some of these are for from quite some time ago, probably 90s, 2000s sort of. Um, okay. Sort okay. Of <clears throat> All right. <laughs> okay, first one's easy. That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's the way, uh-huh, I know that. I know, I like I know the song. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a healthcare. It's um, uh, HBA. No, think um, burgers. That's the Hungry way. Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> ah. 
That was a guess. I had no idea, but I just guessed it. Yeah, no neither. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, I remember that. I do remember it because you have it your own way. Okay, right. guys, let's go again. You and I, we're connected. I can feel it. I can feel it coming in the Cadbury. Cadbury. <laughs> oh, was that it me or Carol? That was me. I can feel it. Oh, now, look what you've done. Oh, no. <laughs> that's such, that's still one of my favourite ads ever. Yeah. And I still can't remember, I'm sure you guys told me, like whether it's a guy in a suit or whether it's an animatronic or an animation, but so good. And his little, the snarl. Yeah, like a gorilla. I thought it was a trained gorilla. I really did. <laughs> gorilla! All right. This one's really easy. I've been to see. Yeah. Qantas. Good job. It's a tie. It's a I want you to get a few more lyrics out. <laughs> Win. Uh, okay. Push me and then just touch me. Oh, Feel like um, ice? No, it's a beer ad. Yeah. It's a beer ad. With yeah. the tongue. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Chewy. Honigan. Uh, Chewy's. Yes, JD. Damn it. Chewy's. Yeah, Very I thought it was high on ice. La, 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 uh, that tongue was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, remember when it dies into the bath, the ice bath? Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. <laughs> it's going to be really bad. <laughs> it's got to be perfect. It's got to be. Sounds like a healthcare fund again. <laughs> I feel like it's like um, a bread per- ad. What's got to be perfect for your baby? Toilet paper, nappies, huggies. Huggies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. See, out of, um, hmm, no. Nothing. No. <laughs> Not got anything. Nothing. All right, what's the score? What are we at? Jay- two, I'm on John, two, me, one. Two, yeah. two, one. Um... I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. Your Venus, Gillette, razors. Yes. Three. I was going to say that and then I thought, <laughs> it's- oh, this is embarrassing. Um, okay, last one. Second last one. I'm picking up the good vibrations. Oh, the good vibrations. Pardon? Rev milk? No, it's a electronic store. Good, good guys? Oh, good, good guys. guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the last one. I just cheat at this. That's, sorry. What do you mean? You've got two. I've only got one. Yeah, I got four. I was doing well. <laughs> Go Last on. one. Rest on your laurels, then. When I Come die on. and you lay me to Toyota Hilux. Yay! <laughs> well played. <laughs> I, I I I won. Well done. Well done. Um, that. Can I just before yes. you, go, you can cut this out if you want? I heard something hilarious this week. If you discount every all their car lines that start with either that are either named after an animal or a bird, you can put the word anal. 
in front of any Ford product. I'm going to leave you with that. And that, my friends, luckily, JD, you broke up right at the poignant time when I think you said anal, but that, my friends, is another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Anal focus? That's right. Anal falcon? No, no, forget forget birds and animals. Anal Anal focus. Anal Explorer, Anal Commander, (laughs) Anal Probe. Anal anal Ranger. Anal Raptor. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Alrighty then. That, my friend, is another edition of The Bones of Advertising with a little bit of glitter sprinkled on top. Don't go change and we'll see you next week. Um, Toodaloo for now. Bye. Bye.